gospel reading this morning comes from the book of Mark, chapter 1, beginning at the 14th verse. Now when John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. Sorry, my glasses fogged up. <laughs> Let's start over. I'll put it up here where I can. Now, when John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The one is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting nets into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And as he went a little further, he saw James, son of Zebedee, 
and his brother John, who were in their boat, mending their nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And we're going to try something new because besides Olga's technical difficulties this week, I had my own. (laughs) I want to tell you that on the way this morning, I'm going to completely change the beginning of my sermon, but let's start with a prayer. Let us pray. Oh Lord, open our hearts and minds to hear your words for us today. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts bring all honor and glory to you. Amen. So, my adventures to come this morning began with this deep fog. Swirling gray, dark gray, white, swirling fog. And I could see about this far in front of me. And so... I drove as far as I could until I got to Blue Man Road, and I thought, I'm not fighting 35 in those concrete, gray concrete barriers in this heavy fog. So I get off. And I want to start by saying I have a love-hate relationship with Google, Google Maps in particular, because they don't go where I want to go, and I want to be in control. But much like God in our readings from Jonah, in our readings about Samuel and Eli last week, Google doesn't give up. If I want to go right and it thinks I should go left, it's going to holler at me until I do. And that's where I find Jonah this morning, not listening to Google Maps. He doesn't only go his own way. He goes 500 miles out of his way to avoid God talking to him. And then he gets his time out. So, we have to turn around and repent. To set aside our divisions and our hates and our insecurities and our fears as we march forward into this new world. Kind of like what God was calling Jonah to do, to go out. Marching into this new world, changing, clinging fast to our belief in God to lead, guide, and protect us. And to heal us. Trading our divisions for unity, the unity that God, our Father Christ, His Son, and the Holy Spirit call us to. Our world is not so different from the times of Nineveh, a great city overcome with wickedness as described by one source, or the world in Jesus' day, for that matter. And I wonder if the events of two weeks ago couldn't have us portrayed as the modern-day Nineveh. There was certainly lawlessness and wickedness and force, but pardon. But Jonah gives us hope. Hope that God is working through the voices of those He calls to walk three days and stop each day 
and shout, God is near, turn around, repent, come back. And we, need, we too need to turn around, repent, and come back. We heard the calls and the charges to be a light for the world as God called Jonah and didn't give up, even when Jonah tried to run away. As Jesus called Simon and James and John, we too are called to be the light in the world. We are called to work for unity and trust and to follow in Christ's footsteps. We are called to work <clears throat> for the feeding of the hungry and the shelter for the homeless and comfort for those who in these times of pandemic and because of life's natural turn of events mourn. We're called to work for justice and freedom from oppression and we're called to serve our God when and where we are. Our scripture this morning shows us God doesn't give up. He might give us a time out when we ignore him the first time or the second or the third. We're reminded that Jesus calls the most unexpected normal guys going about their daily business. And yes, God calls us, you and me, to serve when and where we are. We are. He also calls us to be the voice of reason and hope and peace in a turbulent world. Marching our way across the land of turmoil, crying out, God is near. We are called to be the bearers of that light. Not just today, but since I've been with you, our scripture readings have been about answering God's call. From the three magi traveling from a faraway place to meet their newborn king to John the Baptist crying out in the wilderness the call to repentance and baptism for the forgiveness of sins and telling of the one that was to come that was greater than him. A young boy sleeping in a tabernacle, not recognizing the voice of God as he called to him in the night until the older and wiser and almost blind Eli set him on the right path. We've heard the story of Jesus marching into the Jordan and coming up out of the water of, to the voice of God calling, this is my son and in him I am well pleased. And we heard the voice of God calling out, it is good, as he separated the darkness from the light and declared that the light was good. What all these stories have in common is that God doesn't give up whether from the belly of a great fish or a soft whisper in the night, God doesn't give up on us. As we strive to put division behind us as a nation, we too are called to be the voice walking one day at a time across the land, the land of our conversations and our social media posts and our meetings and gatherings with families and friends until all have heard, turn around. Go back. Go back to times of peace and unity. 
that can be found in God and to be the bearers of that light into the world, to be the voice in the wilderness, to be the children raised from the waters, and to be the voices of the older, wiser ones who point our children to respond to the word of God even when we're old and have a hard time seeing, like Eli. We've been blessed by that light. We have been blessed by that voice. We have been blessed by our God, our Christ, and led by the Holy Spirit to be the bearers of that peace and light as we work together. We heard a young voice calling out from the wilderness of her pain, and ours as well, on Wednesday, in a poem she presented so eloquently at the inauguration. Amanda Gorman, a young 22-year-old, said, So we lift our gazes not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. We close the divide because we know how to put our future first. We must put our future, put our differences aside. We lay down arms so we can reach out our arms to one another and we seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true, that even as we grieved, we grew. Even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together victorious, not because we will never know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. She goes on to say, Scripture tells us to envision that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one should make them afraid. If we're to live up to our own time, then victory won't be in the blade, but in all of the bridges we made. I spent a lot of time this week thinking about our readings and mulling them over and trying to figure out where I am and who I am in the stories. And I invite you to do the same thing in this coming week. Who are you? And where are you? Where do you fit? Where are you going? It comes down to, I'm a Jonah. I'm sorry, I'm a Jonah. Just like not listening to Google, I don't listen to God. I don't listen to him when he calls. And no matter how big or small that, until he sidelines me, with a timeout where I have no choice but to sit and listen and to pray until I see things his way. I'd love to be an Andrew or a Simon or a James or a John who simply dropped my nets and when Jesus went strolling by and said, come follow me without considering the consequences to my family or my village where four young healthy fishermen abandoned their nets their boats and their work, and they just go take off down the beach. I'm more apt to be a Nathaniel who says, how do you know me? And question, who is this man and just exactly what is it he wants me to do? I need those Elis that tell me to stop and listen for the voice of God. Nathaniel or Jonah, Andrew, or Simon, James, or John, whatever disciple we identify with, whichever calling we identify with, no matter how far we try to run, 
or what storms are tossed our way or timeouts we are given, God's not going to stop until he gets our attention. Remember Paul on the road to Damascus? He'll take drastic measures if he needs to. Sometimes we all need a billboard that reminds us, like Eli, we're not too old and we're not too blind to carry out God's call in big ways. In big ways like Jonah marching on for three days, crying out, turn around and go back, repent. Mine came on Wednesday morning as I watched a beautiful, poised, eloquent 22-year-old stand on a podium and wipe the scales from my eyes and remind us, we've braved the belly of the beast and come out winners because we have a God who loves us enough to never let us go. The Christ who calls us, even in our doubts and our ordinariness, and the Holy Spirit who intercedes on our behalf. And a reminder from Amanda Gorman, there is only light, there is always light if we are brave enough to see it. If only we are brave enough to be it. And if we're brave enough to answer the call and go out into the world carrying the torch. St. Francis of Assisi reminds us we have been called to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. As we go out into the world this week, be brave enough to carry the light, to seek out those who need it, and to follow where God calls with the spirit of those who dropped their nets and followed Christ into the unknown futures. God be with us as we go and help us along the way. And let us pray. God, we know you call us to serve you in many ways in many places. Sometimes we feel old like Eli and our eyes are closed to the ways we can serve. And sometimes we are Jonah and try to run and hide. Help us to be more like Andrew and Simon and James and John and drop what we're doing and heed your call to come and see and to follow without thought or question. Open the doors where we may speak. Open our eyes to see and to lead. Open our hearts to share your vision in your wisdom. These things we ask in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. And as we respond to God's word, let us stand and join our voices in our affirmation of faith, which is taken from a brief statement of faith. And we trust in Jesus Christ, fully human, fully God, Jesus proclaimed the reign of God, preaching good news to the poor and release to the captives, teaching by word and deed and blessing children, healing the sick and binding up the brokenhearted, eating with outcasts, forgiving sinners, and calling all to repent and believe the gospel. Unjustly condemned for blasphemy and sedition, Jesus was crucified, 
suffering the depths of human pain and giving his life the sins of the world. God raised this Jesus from the dead, vindicating his sinless, breaking the power of sin and evil, and delivering us from death to life eternal. With believers in every time and place, we rejoice that nothing in life or death can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Alleluia. Amen.